Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 200th episode of the 1099. And thank you so much for joining us today and supporting the show these last three question mark four years. Uh, in just a little while, we're going to be joined by former X-Play host Morgan Webb, where we're going to talk about her new job on the game dev side of the world. And uh, But before that, we have a very special guest, the much more handsome half of the 1099 family, Josiah Renan, back all the way from the realm of EA, the electronic arts. Josiah, hi. I feel like the less impressive intro band, like I'm about to perform right before the actual, like, it, like you came here for Pink Floyd and I'm like, hi, I'm the fray and I'm going to play this one song for 20 minutes before actually Morgan Webb comes up. But thank you for having me on my own podcast. I've always wanted an intro. You're very welcome. Did you consider at least trying to like guess what my job title is since it's like a giant job title? Uh, your manager of third party relations? It's close. Um, it's a manager, comma, uh, third party content and partnerships, but then it's in a specific, like the division of. Um, it's the, the division. Name, not the division, <laughs> different, different publisher um, of like subscriptions and services. So it's like there's this, there's a, an uh, Instagram picture of a sign that they put up my first day that. It, out of context looks like my title is like 12 words long and it just looks <laughs> hilarious where it's like what do you do i'm like i don't know i i keep adding new words to my title every single day that's what i do well you got your picture of bella up there right so just say you manage bella and that's pretty much a job all on its own that is still my greatest achievement of i mean I, i've done some okay things but the fact that like um, my boss, before i even started had like emailed me and said hey we, we always have like pictures of everyone who's in the studio up there uh, can you just send me one? And my first thought was like, it, well, my first thought also became an email immediately being like, can I have a dog on there? <laughs> it's like, yes, that's, dogs are very much encouraged at EA. And then my next idea was like, what if I just put a picture of Bella? Like it's just <laughs> Bella sitting down and it says Josiah or not. Get her like, get her like a, a EA lanyard key. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Or like she could just have like a little suit on or something like that <laughs> at like a computer. But no, I, it is me and my dog that is officially on there. There's, I have a little name tag. I'm finally decorating my cubicle. Um, like it's, oh, that's nice. uh, I, I have like a, I'm trying to think of the different things I have. So I have a, uh, an overwatch poster. That's like, I think it's the one I sent you. That's like, it says like health 199 out of 200. And then just, I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. <laughs> um, which is great. There's like a pokeball. There's a, a map of like final fantasy. Oh, which one is it? It's it might be a final fantasy seven map. Okay. Um, that's on there too. There's like, when I was at Sony Santa Monica, there was a, uh, I got like the full art book for the order 66, 1866, the, the order we'll call it. Um, and it's actually like a really cool art book that I have up there too. And then there's like a random, uh, whatever the ship from Star Fox is. Why can't I think of what that is? The Arwing? The, the, yeah. Arwing. Yeah, yeah. That's there too. From that game on switch, uh, Starlink. So mm -hmm. it's, it actually looks like someone works there which is not my normal office thing usually it's like a really empty desk well thank you for coming back on the show and uh thank you for giving me the show i should i suppose uh -huh, I should you're say. welcome uh <laughs> it's certainly been a fun oh god i don't want to scroll all the way up back to the top of this well, if it helps it's it's like way more than i initially thought like as i was looking back on it and I'm like man you've done i started at episode a lot of shows four and we're uh this will be episode 200 so i've effectively done 16 episodes now yeah, and we're right around that three-month mark we initially talked about, like which is, again, crazy that we're already there. Yeah, 
So, I mean, like already by the time like this episode goes up, we'll have already had like Susan Eisenberg on the show. Uh, we got to have like Steven Spawn from Able Gamers, uh, had like IGN editor in chief Tina Meany, uh, Game Workers Unite Emma Kinema, the creator of Metro, Dimitri yeah. Glohovsky, and the creators of the Dragon Prince, uh, super great. So, like, I, I say this practically every time I, I tweet about a big S, but like, I am very fascinated and humbled uh, by who, uh, like, by who I get to talk to because of a show like this. And uh, it just goes to show you folks, if you guest host on a podcast long enough and maybe also <laughs> heal a person in Overwatch long enough, eventually they feel indebted to you. So I feel like we might be giving the wrong message here. Yeah. <laughs> like this, is, this might not be the best idea of like, Hey, you just keep guesting on someone's podcast. Eventually they'll give it to you under very bizarre circumstances. Yes. Yes. But it is. I mean, I felt that way the entire time while I was doing this is every time I'm talking to someone like you, you really focus in and you want to make sure you're delivering the best show possible. But every once in a while, you kind of take a step back from yourself and realize like, oh, my God, I'm talking to Jeff Gersman or Adam Sessler or or Trisha Hirschberger, like all these people who you know you look up to and you see online every day doing really incredible things that might have inspired you to get where you are. So yeah it's um it's it's still bizarre every time i look back on the list of people i got to talk to because there's some i just forget not because they weren't important but because you almost black out when you do this every yeah. week for three years where you're just like holy whoa i got to talk to that person that was I, i'm gonna listen back I, on that I'm, and make life you friends. and i are like officially getting drinks with wonder woman uh where, yeah uh long story short folks I, I think by the time this episode goes up i, I will have uh, freely admitted this to the world but i'm going to be moving to los angeles and actually moving in with mr renauden here so yeah how weird what, what a weird a, full circle weird moment world we're although i'm glad to have uh, slept in the same hotel room as you uh for at least a, a few days and got gotten a good <laughs> idea for how mr josiah renauden lives but yeah i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but yeah you got to know me very very, very well. quickly <laughs> yeah intimately <laughs> if you would say uh so okay let's let's back up and you've been at ea you had you before had... you ask me a question can i ask you a question okay fine can i completely interrupt you and ask you a question yes, since i can't help myself when i'm on a podcast yeah thank you appreciate it um because again i'm looking you have like what 16 17 episodes up at this point what was the most the one you were like most nervous for going into it just in terms of like i the first one sure like with steven spawn and just in terms of like actually being like hey i'm the new host and everything like that but if you had a super crazy starstruck or even man this person's so smart i don't even know where i'm gonna start sort of interview yet I think it, on some level, so obviously, yeah, the first episode, one, because of course my first episode hosting 1099 and like, you know, how, how emotionally draining could that be? Uh, and, it, but it was also Steven Spawn, the representative for Able Gamers, who are this like really, really important group and you, you really owe it to yourself to get this right. Uh, uh, yeah. And looking back on it, I think like aside from Steven, maybe maybe like the create the ironically like the the episode with dragon prince creators uh aaron Nihas and justin richmond was kind of one of the easier ones because i had already interviewed them a long while ago for a polygon story before the show even got announced and they were like mm -hmm. oh yeah dude we remember you like yeah like tell it you know if you're ever in town da 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 maybe maybe ign uh editor-in-chief tina Mini or um, I would say Dimitri would have for me personally, like talking to Dimitri, which I have before, but I was like 20 years old. He's one of those dudes who's so like well read and like smart and well spoken that it's reminds me of like the Lauren Landing ones I would do where you're just like, man, I am 
out of my depth and need to pretend I'm not. And it's you're not faking it. But it's kind of it's one it. of those interviews where like you're you're I'm 26, uh, going on 27, and I think you're about the same age, right? Yeah, so, my birthday is next uh, week. Yay! Happy birthday. Uh, oh, this will actually be this. Will yeah, be I know this like, might actually go up like right on my birthday. <laughs> but like when you're talking to someone like Dimitri or Lauren Lanning, they make you feel like you're 18 again, yeah. and you just have no clue how the world really works. Uh, uh and yeah hearing hearing that gentleman uh espouse about the russian government and like how he could give a shit about yep. like what putin tries to do to him uh like that, that's one of those things where you just gotta sit back and be like i don't know how you live your life but i am i am glad to have like had this one brief window into it uh i also had like uh, another episode where it was like a relatively casual conversation, but I felt like, of course, the the subject matter was super heavy was with Blake Hester, uh, episode 195. He's primarily a, a features writer for Polygon uh, and a former Game Informer intern just like me, but talking about his cancer, his two cancer uh, episodes, uh, one of which is still ongoing and he's getting treatment for, but also his alcoholism, which he successfully treated uh, a while back. Uh, that one was like, Blake is a very goofy uh loose kind of guy but uh how do you talk about cancer to a friend you know with without like propping him up or without like you know insinuating anything wrong uh especially with a with a guy like that but i i continue to find myself stunned but yeah you what were what were your episodes where you're just like jesus christ <laughs> Uh, you know, like, and it, this is actually something that I'll be interested in talking to you about when you do it, when you're talking to Morgan Webb, who's going to be the second half of this episode. But like with Adam Sessler, it was weird because it's this person who when I was, and I'm sorry to age him, but like when I was growing up, when I was in like high school or something like that, I would come home and watch X-Play every single day. And it's this person. I'm going to do the same TV. thing to Morgan, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's really bizarre when you're actually suddenly talking to that person and you recognize the voice. And in that case, he turned on his video for a little bit. So he recognized the face and it's. It, it's jarring. Like it, it's very strange to suddenly be looking at this person or hearing this person who, maybe you've even watched like reruns for episodes where you know what they say or you know exactly what the review is, and suddenly that voice is answering your questions or saying your name or going into topics that you care about. So that's that was always weird for me. Same with mm -hmm. you know any giant bomb people where I was. It's harder to find time these days to consume a lot of media, but uh, I was such a giant bomb person, still am. But like I, I listened to every single bombcast, like the first, however many uh, for the however like since two thousand eight to like two thousand sixteen or seventeen, um, and those voices just became so important to me. And that suddenly when it's flipped on you, uh, you barely know how to respond. Uh, Kevin Van Ord, even though he was my editor and I consider him a friend, that was hard for me at the start because he was someone I just looked up to so much. Yeah. of boy if i ever get to a point of writing where i'm even close to this i'll have succeeded and that that that, that was always a really great person to talk to um there's so many like it's it's weird looking back again i, I forget everyone i've talked to and i'm i it, i do have fun every once in a while going back and listening not to be like oh look how great i was because no i i do that stuff to try to get better but just be able to remember some of those moments and how crazy it was. Uh, and thankfully, I think after a while, the nervousness went away where you just understand how to, and you'll, you, you've learned this as well. The biggest challenge is you're suddenly on a call with someone who you've never met before and they have no idea who you are most of the time. And you have mm -hmm. to ingratiate yourself and, and figure out their cadences and 
how they talk and what they want to talk about. And it's usually that first five minutes. That's kind of the gut check of like, all right, we're about to start. And it's either been really awkward to start off or it's been great and I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, and that's usually like the, the moment I'm most nervous is just like, ah, we'll see how this goes after we start. But thankfully, yeah. usually it doesn't transfer to any sort of awkward podcast. I, ideally, you want like every guest to be like, yeah, when you're in my neck of the woods, let's go get drinks, dude. Or oh, that's always but, the goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the the Johnny Vin- the John Vignacchi one, which like now I've, you know, I was at his like house a billion times and we hung out all the time and I saw him at GDC and you want that moment of like, I really think cool. So I'd like to hang out. So when at the end they're like, when you're in town, I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. We did it. We, we yeah. nailed this interview. Then if you, by the end are like, this guy's not crazy. Let's hang out. Barbecuing together. Isn't just like hanging out. It's like, let me let you into my life. But, oh yeah, it's been a lot of that. It's been, it, like, that's what one of the cooler parts about LA is like a lot of the people who I've podcasted with in the past, I just see now like, you know, Abu Bakar and, Johnny V, who's you know, since moved to Texas, but like Corey Davis, who of course is one of my close friends and just a lot of people who I've been able to talk to him suddenly like, oh, now we're face to face and this is awesome. Yeah. So let's let's jump ahead now to uh, you've been with EA for six months. Three months. Three months. Oh, okay. This is, I'm getting all my timeline mixed up. It's there. fine. Well, no, yeah, we, we, there's been a lot of crazy jobs and everything since I moved here. So I don't blame you. So what, for the lay folk out there, what the heck do you do at EA nowadays? Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> again, if you look at like my job title, it's understandable. People are like, what exactly do you do on a day-to-day basis? The best way to I describe liked, it. I liked the way you described it to me at GDC about like opening doors. Sure. And I'll see if like, I'll see if I can do that any justice. Um, right now I'm on this team that's almost kind of a startup within EA. And, and the way I mean that is we're a smaller group and we've expanded recently who we're deciding what content goes on subscription. So for people who don't know right now, if you're on origin, you could do origin access, either premier or basic. And uh, both tiers give you just this full access to all the games we currently have on the service. Uh, it's similar but different to what we have on Xbox. Like Xbox, you have EA access. That's a lot of EA content. But if you're a PC user and you want to also see some third-party stuff, we have a lot of that on there. We have over 200 games. And a lot of what I do and my the different members of the team do and my boss does is we're working with different um, third-party publishers or developers. We're working with different people to bring games onto the service, to make sure that people see those games, to make sure that if you are an EA game player like The Sims or like Madden or Anthem or anything like that, uh, when you're done with those games or you feel like trying something different, you can just be like, hey, go download this. You totally have this in your library already. Pyre is already there if you want to play it or mm-hmm. you know, Limbo or all these different things are just sitting and waiting for you. So um, a lot of what I'm doing right now is working with these developers and publishers closely to make sure they, you know, they, they see the value of the service. They see where it's going. I think a lot of people see the future of gaming in terms of like streaming and this Netflix for games and everything like that. And it's, it's fun to be on a team that we're doing something that hasn't really been done before. Um, so you're kind of deciding what that looks like. What does a great service look like? Like, what is something that you feel like you're not just getting value, but you're like, man, why doesn't everyone know about this? This is so cool. Mm-hmm. So being a part of that and working with indie devs coming out, I'm like, oh, we did a podcast together. That's really cool. I'm happy your game is on the service. Now I get to like interface with them and, and you know, show them some different data about the sort of stuff like that and work with them closely. Um, it's It's been really cool. It's a uh, it's the type of job that, of course, also I get to, I have a weird background, as you know, where I've done a little bit of everything. So 
Um, EA has been incredible in letting me kind of like spread my wings and be like, oh, if you want to talk about like content acquisition in this area or who do you want to talk to that you think might have a cool game down the line and stuff like that. It's been really freeing. It's been really exactly where I'm at, which is that business side along with the the interfacing with developers side. And it's been a crazy three months, but an extremely like positive and beneficial three months so far. And yeah, within that short time frame, you even got to go to GDC and uh, speak with a lot of folks and kind of establish some of those early uh, connections that I'm sure you're going to, you know, use down the road to uh, just facilitate the work that you do. Sure. Yeah. It's a lot of face-to-face stuff that, which is what I like because a lot can be done from the LA office and phone calls or VidCon and everything like that. But I do think it's invaluable that if you're going there and you're talking to people about a service, about a, um, like a, hey, you're now instead of single purchase, you're on this thing that you pay a certain amount of money for each month. You want to be able to talk to them and be like, here's the really awesome data we've seen from this. Like, here's why this is really important for your business and the sort of benefits it can give you. And there's only so much you can do when you're just on a phone call. It's just easier when it's like, hi, I'm a normal human. (laughs) This is something that I put, you know, this many hours a week into that I really, truly believe in. Um, and being able to have those conversations and, and meet these publishers and developers has been really cool. And again, it, it's cool. Like suddenly I'm like, oh, this person was on my podcast that I'm suddenly talking to, or this person knows me from the podcast and stuff like that. It's, it's the, again, this show has been beneficial in ways I could have never and you're, imagined. Uh, you're going to Gamescom uh, this, I don't know when Gamescom is, but I assume like August, this I should know too, because I'm going to it. I just, just applied for my passport and everything like that. Uh, that'll be a lot of our partners are in Europe. So again, after a while, it's like, there's only so many times they can come to you in San Francisco or LA. It's like, okay, we'll make this trip over here. Gamescom seems like I've heard only good things. I'm really excited to try it out. Uh, and it's travel's a big part of the job right now, but it, it's cool travel that, you know, I, I've never been outside of the country somehow. So I'm excited to finally do that. And so uh, you, you've kind of already elaborated on this, but like, uh, you love working at EA, but obviously for a, a multitude of be it ethical or just logistical or, or business related reasons, we, I know we sort of teased this, teased this idea earlier. We weren't sure exactly how uh, the relationship between EA and the show was going to work out, but uh, it sounds like, you know, your, your newfound home is at EA. So it has to stay there and we won't be able to have you on the show uh, more than once in a blue moon like this, right? Yeah, I think the best way I would put it is from the start, the team around me has been so supportive of the idea of me finding a way to make the podcast work mm-hmm. um, along with my role. But just from a personal standpoint, as I was in this role and as I've been working here and having different meetings and and kind of considering what I want to do, I don't think it makes a lot of sense for me to host a video game podcast that talks to other developers, publishers, and media and have my sort of, it's unfair for EA to suddenly be like, okay, now this hour every single week has like an EA logo essentially on it. Or, you know, I don't feel like I could be the same type of interviewer I was before, which is not a good or a bad thing. It's just a, it's a part of reality where after this three months, which again, it's been crazy. It's already this three month kind of window we discussed. It, it feels like it would not be right for me to come back. Like you right now are the perfect person for this role and I've been nailing it. And for me to come back, I, I have to come in and really think more about what I would be tackling and saying because I represent EA now and I totally understand that. So it's it's something that 
I'm not saying I'm never coming back to podcasting or anything like that, but as I'm in this EA role, it doesn't make sense for me to be a host or the host of the 1099, maybe a guest at some point. Cause again, like they were really great about being like, yeah, sure. Come on like episode 200 and talk about it. It was extremely nice. And I think, I think it says something that like you got that you got your initial job with, uh, uh, tangent and, mm-hmm. and all, and, and now EA because of most of the connections you had made, like through the 1099, like it was, it was a very visible thing during your job application. Right. Yeah, it's it's still crazy to think about. Like, it's still really weird to think about the fact that, like, you know, that people still reference it in terms of like how I got here, and like that, it means a lot to me. And uh, this this job means a lot to me. Like, I, I really enjoy what I do. I've had jobs in the past that, and you've probably had this too, where it's like one o'clock and you're watching the clock and you're like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to be here for another three or four or five hours. Um, it just doesn't feel that way here because I'm really, it's just such a blend of everything that I really like to do. And I would like to think I do well that like the meetings and the moments and the work are just flying by. Uh, and I really, it's, it's been like a really nice change of pace for me. And like, we're doing stuff that in the background and some different things that um, I've been put in charge of, or I'm, I'm driving that I genuinely like am, passionate about and believe in and think it's important for the industry um and to be a part of that and to kind of be empowered in that moment for me it's i think this just has to stay my focus and you know this too that the 1099 takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of time it's no yeah there 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 have been some weeks where i'm like oh shit man i do this for free i wish i wish on a a big moon that i could i could get a little money from this but I think in the in the long run, you know, I I'm 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 using it as a tool, of course, for my own benefit as much as I am using yep. it to benefit other developers or like just conversations around the industry that I feel like need to happen. And uh, yeah, but there have been some days where I'm like, man, it's a lot. But like, it's, but we're also it, in a period where like I'm kind of backlogging some episodes, uh, yeah. and, and getting the next few weeks prepared because like episode, two, I will I will be glad when episode two hundred is up, so I can just be like, okay. I don't have to have like Jesus descend from heaven and come on the show. That'd be a pretty good get though, right? Like what Jesus, what Jesus plays Fortnite, what sort of games does Jesus yeah. play? Jesus plays like, Fortnite. Is Jesus he, a big battle royale guy? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He uh he he rises in 3 days after he's gone down, but <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's and the thing is like there's part of me that I have definitely have moments where I miss it too and like it's having those really intimate conversations with people about games and about the different issues that face the industry is, is always something I'm like, I cherish and I value. And there's, there's definitely, thankfully every day I get to have conversations with people about stuff like this, but planning out the questions and like, you know, locking down guests, everything like that, that was always so much fun to me. But thankfully, I guess after these three months, I'm not sitting here being like, damn, I'm really sad that I'm not doing this anymore. It's like, I'm really happy that it's, I love that it's still going. And if it made sense for me at some point in the future to return to it, I would. Yeah. But for right now, it's, it's best for me to keep the role I have yeah. uh, and to keep this kind of stuff separate. And uh, it's also just fun from a distance to listen to it because I don't have to edit it. I don't have to write questions. It's great. You can't see me, but I'm, I'm definitely flipping you off because I hate editing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so let's, let's jump into... Uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about your team or would you like to kind of talk about like what's, what's been on your mind game wise lately? I mean, I, I could finish off with the EA stuff. Like it's, it's the, the cool part is um, 
and this is, I actually had like a little bit of like a review the other day uh, with my boss and um, we, everyone has the moments of like, oh, wow, it's been three months. It feels like both a year and a day. And what she had said is something that I felt immediately too, where she's like, I feel like you've been here the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I, it's just more of like me and her and um, uh, my coworker, Doug, and there's Jason, there's a whole bunch of people on the team. Who's, who are really what's smart. the name of your boss? Sorry. Uh, Autumn Brown. She's awesome. She's been at EA for like 11 years at this point. You hear that, Autumn? I know you're listening. (laughs) She's the one who interviewed me. And I I remember in that moment being like, oh, man, this is like the exact type of boss I want who's like works her ass off, but is also like trusting of people in terms of like, hey, you go do your thing. Like I, you know, I'm hiring you because I know the value you bring and I'm not going to like, you know, hover over your work or anything like that. Like, I trust you and I'm going to throw work at you until you tell me, to, like, totally tell me it's too much. And like, that's mm-hmm. what I was looking for. Because um, with uh, with game production, a lot of it is kind of, it's waiting, 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 and then everything at once, and then waiting, 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 and then way too much. And it, it's kind of a weird, that's, that's not any single company's fault. That's kind of the nature of the job. This is more of just like, hey, if you have, here's what you need to get done this week, go do it. Like, just go get stuff done the entire time. And I work really closely with um, Doug Kennedy, who's uh, been in the company for a bit. And we just every single day, like we're, you know, talking on Slack or talking on Skype and going through all these different things we need to hit. And it's it's like so comfortable working there where it feels like, like she said, like, I feel like I've kind of been there the entire time. I'm still learning a lot. And there's still a billion acronyms um, and there's still a billion different things that I'm trying to get a full grasp on. But the moment to moment stuff, it was just kind of like an immediate fit. And that's been maybe what I've been searching for for way longer than I even knew, like going from development to the, the, uh, the Jacksonville job, which I appreciated, but was never a passion of mine to actually go into a place where you're excited to do what you're doing and you fit in that way. And you can mm-hmm. kind of like bring new ideas and people are willing to listen to your new ideas has been really cool. So like, yeah, the, the team construct, the, the everything going into it. Um, I've been really open on this podcast about like, Hey, mental health stuff. And I, there was a time where, things were just not good for me. And I had to figure out how, how to like get back to where I was. And like, since then it's, I've been doing just so much better. Um, and I've been open about this on social media too, about like finally being like, you know, I should, I, I have really incredible health insurance at EA. I should do um, some sort of like therapy or some sort of like uh, uh, psychology because I've never tried it before. And I've been doing that for a few weeks now. And it's been, it's been great. Not because I'm feeling bad, but because I feel really good. I think sometimes that's the best time to actually take advantage of that, to mm. maybe deal with things in the past. Really and like recognize like what your sources of strength are. Sure. It's, it's, um, it's also, yeah, it's being in a place where you're comfortable enough talking about your strengths yeah. instead of just focusing on all the weaknesses. So it's been, a, it's been super good. It's, I feel really like mentally strong right now, like creatively I'm, I'm where I want to be. Like it's, it, and I have the work-life balance back that I wanted. So um, I know it's this is not <laughs> this is not a a paid segment. This is not anything like that. I promise. Um, the only thing I'm being paid for is for my job. Um, but like it's it just being genuine. It's it's where I'm really happy right now. And like I, for so long, I feel like I was at a job where I was always thinking about the next step. It's always like leading up to. And right now, I'm like, no, this is the this is the place I want to be and build in. Um, and that's why like for right now, it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be podcasting for a while, but this is ticking a lot of the boxes. So it's, it's been really good. It feels good to to like be in a place that I enjoy and be happy at. 
All right. So we'll close out with, uh, I want to ask a question of you again. Uh, have, how, how do you think I've been doing? Have I been doing good? Have I been living up to the 1099 name? Yeah, it's like a B minus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll just... take it. I'll take it. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been, it's been really cool to hear. Cause I think, uh, there's only so many around midway through like my 180 episode run, there was definitely a moment of like, I had to shift the focus of the show. Cause it was so media centric to be like, I can only say the same thing so many yeah. times and I can only express my thoughts so many times. And that's why I'd moved more into developers and publishers and uh, voice actors and stuff like that. And what's really cool now with you is that you have a, you know, we share a lot of the same sort of thoughts on the industry, but we have different perspectives in certain ways and different um, groups of people that uh, I talk to versus you talk to, and you have an entirely different Rolodex than me. So being able to see this other side of the industry, see other people that I've just had never talked to or never got to know. Um, and you ask questions that maybe I wouldn't, I ask questions that you wouldn't. And I think having that has been just super important to hear how you tackle these different issues, how you think of development of media, of how we talk about games. Um, and you know, it's eye opening for me. And I, I think it's, I had a lot of moments during my run where I'd take a step back and be like, am I, thinking about this right? Am I thinking about this deeply enough? And uh, you tackle it in a really smart, open way. Um, and then, but you're also very like secure in your own beliefs. So that's like cool to hear come through. So it's the guest list has been great. Um, the conversations have been great. Uh, your intro is something that I should have done since the start. <laughs> like that makes so much sense. Like, oh, I should have introed the episode. I should have previewed it. That makes way more sense. There have been some where I haven't done that because I'm just like, eh, but uh, yeah, no, I know I try to contextualize stuff because I know that like just jumping into a conversation sometimes doesn't uh, uh, make for the greatest uh, dive if you don't know what we're already talking about, I suppose. Oh, totally. Yeah, I go because I was going back and forth on it of it's kind of cool when you suddenly just walk into a situation. And you're like, oh, I feel like I'm listening to like two people. I respect. I've been trying to do more of that. The, one uh, person there's like the uh, oh, what's it? Mar the Mark Marin <laughs> uh, format. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's just suddenly yeah. you're there, but uh, but I, yeah. I I've, I've got to like ease my guests into that more. I think so. We'll see how that goes. Sure, yeah, and it's it's. I think it's harder over Skype than in person. Yeah. I think in person you can more easily do the transition of just oh, didn't see you there. Now you can listen into us versus maybe more of a solid. Here's a not scripted, but a planned conversation for an yeah. hour between two people on Skype. So it's uh. But no, it's it's been great. Like it's I I told you this before, and I think I was open on the show. Like if it wasn't going to be you, I probably would have just ended the show. Like it had to make sense for the person who I would trust to ask the right questions and and uh, you know I could use this in a way both in terms of like you said personally gaining things, but also introducing different developers to this community and 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 just kind of preaching the good word of game development mm -hmm. and games media in a way that I thought was cool. So it's been, it's been fun from a distance and a little bit like every once in a while, I'm like, Jay, okay, you more than every once in a while where I'm like, Hey Joe, how about this person? Or how about this person? Or how about that person? I appreciate um, it. It's, it's I, I appreciate I having a little uh, gremlin uh, helping me. <laughs> get <to learn> <laughs> That's the best way. A gremlin is the best yeah. way to put it. Where like, I can't help myself. of just like, I'm never going to be asking well, I think I, questions I, or having my I also, I freelance more than I think you ever did. Right. No, totally. uh, and like, this is my full-time work. Now I quit my Barnes and Noble day job a year ago uh, or more. And um, it's just, it, it can be a pain in the ass to like have those like three weeks of conversation leading up to, uh, to like, okay, sure. I will come on your show. And uh, uh, I, 
but yeah, no, I, I appreciate I get a rush off that shit. I, I get <laughs> like when I like land a guest or something like that. Cause like, like Susan was someone, uh, I'm going to keep calling her Wonder Woman, was someone who had followed me where I'm like, oh, I bet Joe would love to talk to her. <laughs> like different people like that, yeah. that I try to like yeah. book in the background. But like, yeah, that's still like a, there's a rush to that yeah. of nailing one of those and being like, oh, cool. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, Josiah, uh, thank you so much for, from the, from the 1099 community, uh, the next generation. <laughs> the the picards of the world uh i certainly look the part i think but uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show again thank you to ea for letting josiah come on and you know saying his piece about his the fun times he's been having and the next leg of his journey um and uh everyone make sure to keep tabs on josiah on twitter uh follow the show of course and i i sincerely doubt this will be the last time we really get you on the show. Uh, we'll see what the future holds for me, of course, as I move to Los Angeles. And uh, we will go from there. Like all things, we will take it one episode at a time. Yeah. Hey, thanks for doing the show. Um, it's it, Again, it means a lot that it's still going on because how much it's meant to me and, and a lot of people. And uh, thanks for everyone who's been like actually keeping tabs on me the entire time and asking about how EA is going and all the different things that have been going on in life. Like it's... I've said this multiple we've, times. <laughs> real, real quick, we've been uh, the, our our Overwatch uh, group chat. We've been talking about the ways that I'm going to mess with Josiah uh, when I move into his apartment, and so like he'll have he'll have uh, a friend over, and I'll just bust out of my room. Where's Skate Four? <laughs> oh God, dude, the number of DMs I've gotten about that. Uh, it it's been. Um, like the, the best way to put it is just when I started this podcast, there was like this group of like this small group of dedicated people who would reach out on Twitter with ideas or um, be like, oh, it was a great show. And I think it's so easy to take those people for granted and be like, oh, they'll always be there. And the deeper I got into it and the more the numbers started going up and when you get to like the Vinny numbers of like, there's like tens of thousands of people listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I actually appreciated those people more. And those are the people who still talk to me now and ask how things are going. And, um, one of my, uh, one of the people who's been a biggest supporter of the show from the start, uh, just got a job at like Bungie and he was, I was talking to him about it. And other ones have been like, Oh, I used to listen to your show and now I'm on variety and stuff like that. And like, that's, that's still mind blowing to me. And that's means so much. So for this show to keep going on and be done so well and, um, for people to care that much means the world. So like, I can't thank, this community enough i don't think i would be at ea if it wasn't for um the support i got throughout the 1099 and everything before that and i'll be back on at some point uh 200 episodes is crazy it's so nuts to think back it it really makes you even though it's like a three or four year thing there's still a nostalgia factor to it and everything that went into it to get it here um i hope people keep listening i hope people keep suggesting guests and making different suggestions on twitter and elsewhere um and i will always be around my email is always in my twitter bio if people want to ask questions or need advice on anything i'll probably give you bad advice but i'll give you advice um and i'm 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 always around if people want to talk about anything all right folks that's a wrap for this uh first segment here and we've got morgan webb coming up so make sure to check out that and thank you so much josiah thank you (laughs) 